You know what I like to do? What? I like to look at people's hands and be able to tell if they're they write with their left hand or their right hand. Okay. Are you how good at it are you? Um, well, do you want to know how I know? Yeah. Uh, it's I've read about it. There's this book called The Alienist. They made it into like a shitty TNT yeah. miniseries. Huge bestseller. With, like one of the most oh, epitomized such a good 90s book. novels. It was about detective methods for solving crimes that people weren't really like employing at the time in, in that point in history and like fingerprints and stuff like that. And so um, one of their things that they found out was that or that they said to look for was that whatever hand has longer nails is the hand that the person doesn't use. Okay. Because. It'd be like back then. Well, that's certainly. Isn't it like 19th century England? Well, it was in New York, but. Um, I mean, if you strive to always cut your nails the same, the same well, length. If, okay. Well, if it's someone that like keeps up on their like hygiene and yeah, stuff. Like like anybody you know. No, not everyone does. Well, Luna, let's see. Let's sure see if doesn't. you can guess. All right. Let me see. All right. Oh, this is really hard because you do fi- you you do trim your nails. Yeah. What, Wait, like bend your fingers a little. You're like compare. Is Una I, your only test subject? For I this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think that you are left-handed. No. Fuck. I'm, I'm a righty. Well, and I'm not good at it. <laughs> apparently. But I like to do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it speaks to your character that you like to do something that you're not good at. <laughs> you know, but a lot of people are just they get too frustrated. They need to be the best. You really just truck along. <laughs> Doing the best you can. Yeah, with what I got. Do you want to introduce the show? We're here with a writer. Eve Pizer, a writer. Yeah. A writer. You can you could name some of the places I've written for. Okay. okay. Eve has worked at Gawker. No, just not correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's left-handed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you didn't? Oh, you worked, but I meant like My, Gawker Media. Right. I worked at Gizmodo, though. You can't okay. say if you, you can't true. say I worked at Gawker right. if you worked at Gizmodo. That's okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So welcome to Eve Pizer. She worked at Gizmodo and Vice. Yes. Welcome to her. Are you saying like welcome <laughs> to her to the? Are you saying welcome to Eve Pizer to Eve Pizer? Or are you saying it I'm to saying the welcome. audience? Welcome I'm, to Eve I'm talking, Pizer. <laughs> I'm talking to Eve Pizer, and I'm saying welcome to well, her. I think it's a little bit weird that you're like not only just using her first name but also her last name when you're talking to her. I think She's not Jordan Catalano. <laughs> I think it's the least worst thing that I did. Because I, the worst one was that I said the wrong place that she worked. That's true. Yeah. I opened with that. That was, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to everyone. I feel like we should give some sort of update on Jamila because people have been asking in the comments. What is there to say? We can direct people because people who listen to the podcast, we've never mentioned her in any of the publicly available episodes. You know what? That's I, I like having different layers of listeners and comprehension. You know what I mean? It's how, it's how life works anyway. You're understood on different levels by certain people. Okay. So we're not going to... Wait, can. but I what was... Do, what at, do you want to know? Eve? I mean, I just want to know, well, where did we leave off and what's... And if, and if anything has happened. So she was tweeting about you. Yeah. And talking about... I mean, just like trying to drag me. The thing is, she must have been actually like so happy when she saw all your like your Instagram story and everything because clearly she just needs to be talked about and in the the attention. I mean, that's why she like 
talk shit about the Kardashians all the time, which like, yeah, flat tummy tea is gross, but like it's it's a crusade you go on because anytime a celebrity mentions the name Kardashian, they get an article written about them. L- yes. Look, she drew attention to this. She she's and people it people big time. would yeah. have talked about it, but it wouldn't have nearly been as big of a thing if she weren't so vocal during it. So that has something to do with everything. And and but, I would like to thank her for it. Yes, I would like to thank her for the money that she made <laughs> yes. me. That was fucking awesome. Yes. But here's what I think about it. I think that like if you read, for example, the bees statement it still doesn't make any sense. No. It's four pages of nonsense about bees that obviously never chased her. They, it just didn't happen. And so what do you do with somebody who just lies and then lies again and then lies again? And it's just like, I'm going to just convolute this story so much that you will get exhausted and you'll stop. Like what is James Blunt just like sitting there being like, like eggy, like he's he encouraging. It's that's Blake. James. It's oh. James Blake. But <laughs> James Blunt is your beautiful, right? And that's I a mean mistake to make. That, that is what I. That's who I thought he was. I don't know who James Blake is, and I was like, oh, that fucking annoying ass song. I mean, I and find I, James Blake really annoying as well. Well, I don't know. I, I don't really know liked her. him in college. I don't yeah. know his single song. Yeah. Uh, and so never, never heard of him until thought he was James Blunt until last week oh. when he tweeted at me. But that's a common mistake because everyone I feel like that I've talked to has made that mistake. The thing is that she there it, the the oh, the argument that I do see the point of is the idea that she's mentally ill. Yes, obviously. And that to engage with her or to provoke her in any way is somewhat mean. Now, I would that's s- kind of why I stopped. Exactly. It, it felt it's, like it's Kelly Ben look. Simone yeah. and Bethany, it's which ba- you guys don't watch Housewives, but if anyone does knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. It's a bad look. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, something that I actually think is really interesting that I think about a lot is I grew up in Manhattan and like nobody owned a dog when I was a kid. I had like two oh, friends maybe who had dogs and now everybody in the city has a fucking dog. Wow. You've seen it change. Yes. What do you think it is? Um, so it must partly be like millennials have dogs instead of children. Um, but then also I think dogs are really in style and have been elevated in the culture in the past 10 years, really. Do you think the internet had anything to do with that? Absolutely. Oh, I was going to say the Beethoven movies. (laughs) (laughs) They were like in 92. There were so many of them though. But but there was like a 90s thing. I wonder when the last Beethoven movie came out. I don't know. Let's watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Review it. Should we we probably make a podcast? We could do a commentary. Yeah, do a limited series. <laughs> Limited series of Beethoven commentaries. Wow, there's so many. Was there ever? Wait, can we guess how many Beethoven? Yeah, okay, movies? you okay. guys guess. Um, Price is right rules. Can't go over. Okay. You go over, you lose. Fuck. Okay. Um, I think that there were five. Uh, you know, that seems like a good number and that feels like a right number, but given Tracy's reaction, I'm going to say there were seven. There's eight. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so but there, but but oh no, there's five in terms of Beethoven, Beethoven's second, Beethoven's third, Beethoven's fourth, Beethoven's fifth. Okay, and then there's one called Beethoven's Big Break. Sure. Uh, there's another one called Beethoven's Christmas Adventure. Uh, that sounds good. And another one called Beethoven's Treasure Trail. When did Treasure Trail come out? 
2014. Wow. Whoa. So we're due for one. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're due for a reboot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are. We are. Who would be who would be the dad? Um like uh uh who's who's not Oh my god, these were created by John Hughes. And he's but he but he's credited as Edmund Dantes. Shut up. He He was embarrassed. He didn't want to be known. He didn't want it to be associated. I don't actually think I've seen a Beethoven movie. I've never seen Definitely seen the first one. And there was a Beethoven TV show, cartoon. Cartoon, and the the dog talked. Did Beethoven ever get... I guess we'll find out. I really think we should do a limited series of Beethoven commentaries. How the fuck would that dog have been alive from 1992 to 2014? He was a large dog. They don't live that long. Definitely wasn't the same dog. Well, But in the... in reality of canon. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the St. Bernard life expectancy per Google is eight to 10 years. That's like a woman in Hollywood. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, and yet Beethoven lasted, lasted longer, longer than most women in Hollywood. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> God. I mean, when we say lasted, though, w- most women in Hollywood would be doing Beethoven's, Beethoven's Christmas, Christmas adventure. Yeah, exactly. Yes. By, uh, by the time their second decade rolls around. Speaking so. of a woman in Hollywood who I w- was noticing a fall was Allison Hannigan is hosting the Girl Scout cookie baking show on the Food Network. Oh, interesting. And I can't figure out whether she just really likes Girl Scout cookies or if this is like the only gig she can get. Probably a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I, I just assume, though, if that she didn't want to work, she wouldn't have to. She was yeah. on... How I Met Your Mother for so long yeah. and was oh, making so right. much money from yeah. that. She has so many royalties, but that doesn't. Maybe she oh. wants to like still be on TV and yeah. she yes, can. Maybe. Yeah. Just like want, just wants to work. I would always want to work. I didn't realize that she was on How I Met Your Mother. That well, that makes me think of her differently. She's fine. <laughs> I always <laughs> like. I always like. Why are they baking Girl Scout cookies? This is also <laughs> my problem with the show, and I caught a little bit of it, and it seemed like. Their challenges are just all Girl Scout cookie inspired, which seems so dumb. So like make a Sunday out of Thin Mints or something. I've, I was never a Girl Scout. It was never offered to me. I loved it so much. All right. Uh, what Girl Scout cookie do you think is the best selling? Thin Mints. Thin Mints. Yeah. Uh, 25%. What do you think is number two? Samoas? Yeah, Samoas. You're right. Number 19. <laughs> Those are also my top two. Yeah. Number three. I think number it's three. the tag-along. I'll say shortbread. No. The lemons? Nope. The Dosey Dose, a.k.a. the peanut butter sandwich. Weird. I don't think That's I've ever had really one of weird. those. I know those. Wow. Can I just say that, so like most of the time I spend hanging out with my boyfriend is like one of us reading from a Wikipedia list and the other one guessing. This is just like so what level I'm on. Good. I hope you feel There are home. so many lists Welcome to guess from. Welcome to the level. Do you guys want to guess um, which uh, fast food franchise has the most locations in the U.S.? I would oh, love to. Yes. Okay, let me think about it. It's going to be something weird in West Coast. No. It's it's all right. So yeah, I'm gonna you, say Sonic. Am I right? No. Oh, <laughs> Dairy Queen. No, those Shit. are both really low on oh, the list. Is it too. is it McDonald's? It's not McDonald's. It, you asked the question because yeah. it's not McDonald's. Yes, it's not McDonald's. So it's, then it's got to be Fast like. Food? I mean, what's another one you just like see? Burger Cur- King. No. Wendy's. Carl's Jr. Can I tell you? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me think, can I think? One more. 
It's not in and out. Yeah, I mean, no, definitely can't possibly not. be in and out. But she's saying, "What do you Arby's? see?" Arby's? No. What? You, there's like a lot of them in New York. Dunkin' Donuts? No, but that's. I feel like that's a more creative. Dallas than BBQ. I <laughs> no. Oh my God. There's like San five <laughs> Dallas BBQ. <laughs> and we're talking hamburger joints, right? No, we're talking about fast food mm. restaurants, and it's definitely counts as fast food. Okay. Okay. Taco. Taco Bell. Bell? No. You guys are, there's just like a major one you're missing. You said Dairy Queen already? I did. Can I reveal it? Yes. yes. Subway. Subway. Uh, we'll so, so and here's the reason why. Do you okay. want to know why? Sure. Because Subway has the lowest fee to start a franchise and they have the lowest requirements for what your net worth is. Right. Oh, well. And which is actually bad because there are just like way too many Subways. Yeah. And they the, then a lot of them are failing. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. What is the top burger joint, though? McDonald's. And McDonald's is number two on the list. Okay. But I don't think the fast food is just a burger joint. Well, that's a liberal definition of fast food. What? Yeah. No. Yes, yes. it is. I feel like Subway's you have to have fries. almost. You, you have, have to have Something fries. fried. Something fried. Yeah. I, re- I really disagree with that. And well, I think that Dunkin' Donuts is fast food. It is, I agree, but uh, it's, it's obscure. It's not... It, I guess, it, it, I it, guess it, yeah. it, it's kind of an outlier. Yeah. I mean, Subway is quite literally fast food. And can I also just it say is. that it is. Fast. I, like, re- I really like Subway. Well, I like Subway too, in theory. I don't, it's like, I, don't I like think it's Subway. disgusting, I like but I like it. No, I used to be really, really into it. I got really into it for a second, but I love Wawa. You ever been to Wawa? Yeah. Oh, my Come God. On. Wawa is just, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. And that's why you go to Subway and it's not Wawa. And you're yeah. like, well, it's Subway, but it's not Wawa. I've never gotten into Subway because of Wawa. There's, they're opening one. It spoiled there, you. Right? Are, they Are they really? They? Oh, my God. There's going to be like lines out the door. It'll be so stupid. You can't do anything in New York that normal people do. Normal people, <laughs> yeah, people who don't live in New York, pull up to a Trader Joe's, walk into Trader Joe's, calmly buy their stuff. People in New York <laughs> pull up to Trader Joe's and get in line yeah. and then follow a line throughout the entire store. That's It's so ridiculous. It's yeah, disgusting. This city is really with. fucked up. You also like you can't buy anything in this city. It's I, really bad. I so just want to go to a mall. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, this is the most convenient way stores could be totally. organized. Malls are dying, though. I they know. Are. It's so sad. It really is. Okay. Are you familiar with Dr. Randall Hayworth? No. no. All right. <laughs> so he is this insane person who's a plastic surgeon on the swan, which I've been rewatching. I've been watching a lot of Botched, so I want to talk to you and, about well, that. Oh, because Terry you know, Dubrow is on it, right? Yeah, and yeah. he is so ecstatic to be on camera. Oh, he is always. Beaming, still. beaming when he's like, she was depressed, but we really pulled her out of it. You know that the he sh- was married to a real housewife. Or he, he still is. is. He is. The other one, the other right. she left. This is his third reality show, Botched. Yes. The wow. other yes. Botched and doctor loves it, I'm sure. was married to a real housewife. Yes, and Adrian Maloof. And he's a lot less goofy. Robert Evans a little bit. Yeah, he does. My friend uh, Wikipedia'd him, and he has a side art career. And one of his exhibitions was of drawings of missing children. <laughs> <laughs> like, did David Lynch just create this character and give him to us? <laughs> I say, get oh him on the show. I, can we call him up yes, and just ask if we can interview him? In, in... Beverly Hills, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> 
if David Lynch didn't create him and he's some kind of simulation <laughs> beam to us, then does David Lynch know about him? <laughs> because someone should tell David Lynch about him. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, he is a Wait, wild person. Wait, do you have person. any pictures of his art? Um, there are there are some pictures of his art. So he started as a, a he was like a very good medical illustrator. And oh. it was discovered, you know, in medical school or whatever. He took some class or whatever. And he was like super good. Is he and gay then he branched out. Uh, good question. What's his name again? Randall Howarth, MD. Randall Digby Howarth, Where are MD. you um, <coughs> watching the swan? I ordered DVDs. Oh, my God. I couldn't even find it on torrent sites. Wow, so I was like, you know really? what? 15 bucks? Sure. I'll pay 15 bucks for the swan. So the show is positioned, uh, the the host whose name I can't remember, she's like Welsh or something, and she never knows what to do with her hands. Um, she <laughs> She's really, it's like Tim and Eric kind of like <laughs> fumbling sometimes, or just like zoom in on it, you know? Um, she calls it the most unusual show ever. Like today it would have to be like the most inspiring or whatever, you know, but like they were able to be like, basically the tagline is this is a freak show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I is know, it good? Is school. it fun to watch? Is it good? It's, is it upsetting? Um, Somewhat upsetting, somewhat fun. The entire message of the show is so gross. However, I like you know, it. Do some, they actually look, do you, do you some think Some of them they- look really good. I mean, even... 15 years later, through the 2004 of it, they look good. Damn. Uh, you know I what? Mean, I believe what that there should be a foundation, a charitable foundation for single mothers to get breast implants. When you have to date again after you've breastfed <laughs> is terrible. No, but it's I'm, true. I'm sorry. I I disagree. No, I think it's like then oh because God. it's very expensive. Can we talk about Paris is Burning? Okay. Oh yeah. Sure. Have you seen you've seen it? Have you seen it? I've seen it, yeah. Uh good movie. I like it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> there we go. I think it is Four a good stars. movie. It is. I remember like seeing the pictures of it in the Philly paper and being like, that's gay. I can't, you know, go near that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, um, well, I think what I thought of at first was like, uh, did Madonna have something to do with that? (laughs) I really do. Because like Vogue had already, Vogue was my reference point for it. Yeah. And then Truth or Dare came out and she had ball members um, in the Blonde Ambition tour. Like Jose and Lewis were integral to that entire era. And, you know, when people say, oh, Madonna stole it, it's like, yeah, but she hired two. She hired. She gave them work. Yeah. An extravaganza. Like that was the dream, obviously. Not everybody was going to get it. And if everybody could get it, it wouldn't be the dream. To be like with Madonna on the Blonde Ambition tour, her like at her like yeah. most peak, like everything she did was popular still. That was amazing. That's what's amazing about Truth or Dare is it captures her at that moment of her utter supremacy, just power. Crazy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the gay stuff. Nothing to do with Madonna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I talked to Jenny Livingston because there's a Criterion version. There's a Criterion edition of the Paris is Burning Blu-ray. 
Uh, and it's also technically its 30th anniversary this year. Uh, she doesn't consider it so because she said it wasn't until Sundance in 91 that they had the credit sequence, which is seven minutes long and she thinks very important to the movie. So she doesn't consider the movie finished when it first started screening. However, one could make the argument, as Criterion does, that it's a 1990 movie, in which case this would be its 30th anniversary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I talked to Jenny, who I've had conversations sort of about this stuff with before, but never on the record. Uh, understandably, people are going to feel a certain way about a white woman making this movie. I think it's completely natural to interrogate that, given the power structures. I think it's natural to resent that, given the power structure, to just be like, fuck that on its face. I don't think that that fact takes away from the fact that Paris is Burning is like, an incredibly sensitive, in-depth, 76 minutes. It's funny and sad. It's just like a roller coaster, you know? And the thing is that Jenny has like done very little, very few other things in the time yeah, intervening. Why is that? I asked her about it. She's, she blames it on Hollywood. She's, she blames it on like she had ideas and nobody cared. Like Nobody at Miramax said, what is your second movie after she made that? And I believe that. Well, yeah. I... Did you ask her if she had any run-ins with... I did. Okay, what'd she say? She told me a story about the trailer. So it's just a bunch of like rapid-fire clips like trailers are. And Venus says, I don't like to talk about that because it's my little thing down there. It was one moment, I'm quoting now, it was one moment where she, it was the one moment where she talked about the part of her anatomy she didn't feel comfortable with, which I think is a good moment in the context of the, in, a, in the context of a portrait of a whole person, but definitely not appropriate to be the only line in a trailer from someone who was a trans woman. I said, it's all good, but you have to take that out. You can replace it, but it's not respectful. What happened next was with no explanation or conversation, they completely scrapped the trailer and created one that was the world's most boring movie trailer ever made. It was a crawl of critics quotes over silhouettes of Willie dancing. I can't tell you for sure why that decision was made, but to me it felt like retaliation. And then she said, um, but he never tried it on with her. I mean, she was a no. young girl. No, she said he never, well, she was a young queer girl. He was like, Oh, she, she uh, didn't have the look. Yeah. Uh, so she just basically said that, Nobody ever went to her and asked, what's your second movie, she felt. And she had scripts and she had other things. Yeah, but you know what? You, don't also, you also don't wait for people to ask. I know. It's true, you, but... but well, force Tracy, it. why don't you give her a lecture about her career? I, she had a certain level of recognition when that movie came out. And she totally could have approached people and just like worked it. It's like, it's her not working it. I don't know. I also think like being a woman director in the early 90s was not what it is today. I really, I really do believe that. I really do believe that people are totally closed off and they just didn't look at how many movies from that time are directed by women. It's like zero. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. 0.5% of movies that you know. Yeah. So like... It makes total sense to me that it was incredibly discouraging and it would have taken an iron will to push through that. Yeah, know? I guess. She just didn't have it. <laughs> wow. Not. You know, this is a funny thing to give her a hard time about, yeah. but, you know, sometimes you just, Sir, you just, things don't work out in life. You know, name a queer woman filmmaker from the 90s. Uh, Lori Petty? <laughs> is she a filmmaker? I bet she's like, Directed an episode of something. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you money. My point Tracy. exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> Poor woman. <laughs> Seriously. Julie Dash. Huh? Julie Dash. 
What about Julie Tamar? Is she not? Uh, she not I don't think she's yeah. What about Nicole Hall of Seen her? She seems like she dabbles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever the case. I think we're in a very new era where it is really like there's lots of shows that are for queer people yeah. that queer people can work on. Yeah. It wasn't even like this 10 years ago. Exactly. So imagine what it was like yeah. 20 years ago. Exactly. And she lived it. Yeah. Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you. There will be no Jenny Livingston slander on this podcast. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> we have to be nice to her. All right, we can be nice, but I still have questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Beyond we the should ones be nice that she her. answered. It doesn't seem like she, did, she really did anything wrong. <laughs> I mean, especially in the department Tracy's talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think. Look, okay. Let me just. Uh, we can even conclude the episode here. Okay. <laughs> this is getting a little heated. <laughs> I don't know. I like Paris is Burning. I actually, it's like one of the few things that I can't. I don't really have patience for people saying shit about most things. I'm I like, don't I have don't a care. problem with the movie. I know. Clearly, <laughs> 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 your problems. I mean, I think that. A lot of the criticism of Paris is burning. I don't know. I went to Oberlin. I'm like really familiar with like (laughs) the kind of hyper vigilance that some people have with pieces of media and whatnot. And mostly I think we should all relax a little bit, but um, I'm sure there's value. I mean, you can be like really overly critical of something. That's something you can do. I often am. Yeah. And things I'm overly critical about. Right. But sometimes it's like you could it's fine if you want to be overly critical of this, but I hope you can acknowledge at least that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives there people yeah. make a million fucking problematic I movies know. and I yeah, fucking love them. And you know what? It's partly just reflective of culture and it it's is. also just like entertainment. I feel like that makes you an old soul. The people who like my writing the most are all like Gen X men, okay. <laughs> straight men. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where it's like, okay, it's a little bit of a crush on me. It's a little bit of like, oh, she's young, but she's saying something I can like understand that like, I feel like maybe perhaps like my generation is like speaking this other language and I'm just a little more. I get along with older people better. All right. Well, you've seemed cool to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I would like to, <laughs> Sorry. to cut in. Actually, I think now we could introduce her by saying, um, Wait, it's... by calling her an old soul. We can recut yeah. the intro. Oh, okay. Um, well, do you want to do that right now? Okay. All right. You mean, you, you want me to do it or you want me to do it? I mean, <laughs> you want to do it. <laughs> All right. One, Five, two. <laughs> All right. One, One, two, three. Oh, wait, up to what? <laughs> After three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One, One, two, two three. three. We're, We're here, here with Eve, Eve Pizer, Pizer, a writer and an old soul. Welcome, Welcome Eve. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> Wow. All right. And that's our show. That's our show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, if you want, uh, I'm really high this time.
Okay. All right, you do it. You do the sign off. See, it's a thing. Guys, I think I'm best. Tell me what to say and I'll do it. All right, can you throw to Just, our Patreon? Thank you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and tell, also say where you, we could find you. On social you, media. Or okay. whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm the least high person here, so I'm going to sign off. Um, you guys should give Tracy and Rich lots of money on patreon.com slash pot psychology. Right. Uh, my name's Eve Pizer. You, you know what? I'm like not looking at social media right now. So just like go to my website, evepizer.com. Read some of my articles. That's my best stuff anyway. Um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to continue our conversation with Eve. We're going to ask her our- five to eight questions. <laughs> 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 we'll see what we get through. And um, I have one. I have an addition as well. Oh, okay. Uh, and oh, and, and I, uh, I'm going to talk about etiquette. Oh, 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 oh. I have a thing. Oh, we yeah. have, we have. Some, there's a thing. Yeah, something a, happened to me. There's an etiquette issue that's really important. And it's kind of a big deal <laughs> <laughs> that Ridge is experiencing. If you want to know about that or access to it in other bonus episodes, please go to patreon.com slash pot psychology. And what else were you going to say? That was it. Oh, that was it. No. Yeah. That was it. They'll just have to see. <laughs> I'll just have to pay the money to see what I was going to say. All right. All right. Um, thanks. Bye.